Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. And want to go from my story time and before that going through the Bible. Well, we went through Hebrews. We went through Esther as story time. But I want to look at a different subject today. We're in the midst of this COVID-19 thing. It's April. Uh, what is today? Is April? Like April 27th, I think. Let me just double check that. Kind of gets crazy when in these kind of days, right? Uh, April 28th. How about that? April 28th. So it is Monday, April 28th. And or is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday, April 28th. That's why I thought it was 27th. What do we know? I should probably just start over, but I won't. So April 28th, Tuesday of 2020, in the middle of COVID-19, I live in the state of South Dakota, where a lot of the projections are way, way low. And in our county, with over 230 plus hospital beds that can facilitate COVID-19 patients or coronavirus patients, we have had one patient to date. Now, we've had others with it, and we do have now at this point in the entire state of South Dakota, 10 deaths attributed to COVID-19. Now, we don't know if they would have died anyways. We That's kind of a mystery right now, but the reality is the main thing that's going on is there is a fear factor. And I want to I wanna talk about that and about leadership. So more often than not, my podcast is for men, for married men, Christian married men, to help them be better husbands, to for you guys to really love and cherish your wives and to follow the Lord. And so I want to get back to that and look at some things and talk about some things I have been pondering. So I want to look at a scripture, an obscure scripture. Uh, often when you go to Proverbs, it's it's it can be tricky. It can be tricky. And here's one of those. And so Proverbs chapter 22, verse 13 says, The sluggard says, There is a lion outside. I shall be killed in the streets. So, the proverb is saying, look, if a man is lazy or scared, he's going to come up with an excuse as to why he will not go do what he needs to do. So it's a person who knows some, something needs to be done, but won't do it. They just won't do it. Uh, they come up with an excuse, right? They're scared, whatever it might be. They don't have that can-do attitude that has made America great. And so I want to for us to go back because I think one of one of the realities of the coronavirus is there are still some unknowns about it. And we are learning more and more each day about the coronavirus and we're learning more and more each day about how the humans respond to it and things like that all around the world. And there are lots of things we don't know for other places in the world. There's not as much transparency as there is here in the United States. Now I've lived overseas so I know that firsthand, and so I would say that while we're hearing different things from other parts of the world, they may not re- be reporting quite as accurately some of the numbers. And even here in the States, I think we're, we may be guilty of inflating some of the numbers, meaning some of the deaths. So someone may die of a heart attack, but they, we find out after they were dead that they actually positive, they were positive to the coronavirus test. And there's lots of us who maybe 
positive to that. So there's so many things we don't know. But here's what, here's what we do know. We do know our history and we should learn from it and and take some notice of maybe how we might want to act. Because looking back on this, we're going to go, oh, we should have done that. Maybe we should have done that. Maybe we should not have done this or done that. And so I want to look back at a, a pivotal moment, I think, in our history and look at some of the realities that maybe you're not familiar with. I'm kind of a little bit of a history geek, geek, especially when it comes to some of the great Virginians in Washington. George Washington was a Virginian. And he was picked to lead the Continental Army, not because he was the greatest general that the colonists could have brought forth, but it was strategic by, by many of the politicians who realized, you know, he's not from the South and he's not from the North. He's a Virginian. And he was a Virginian that was pretty popular. He did have combat experience. And so he wasn't a bad choice at all, obviously. But he would not have been the best general. He was picked for a political reason. And that turned out to be pretty wise. As George Washington started the campaign, they had a success getting the British out of Baltimore. But then shortly after that, the British were able to land back on Long Island and push the Continental Army all the way out of New York. So for the rest of that fall into the winter, George Washington wins no battles whatsoever. The army is, the morale is down. Winter is upon them. Many of them are, are their, their enlistment is up or coming up by the end of the year. And it's not looking really good. Many of his troops aren't even able to fight. And as it turns out, when he wants to do a certain, he wants to surprise the British by crossing the Delaware. And all of us are very familiar with the, some of the famous paintings, but the, obviously the famous battle of uh, the night, Christmas Day night, as they come across the Delaware River of 1770 to surprise the British troops in New Jersey. Now, here's what you may not be too familiar about. Uh, of his army, he was he was down to about 2,400. He had some troops that came in a little bit late to camp with him because their general didn't like Washington. He was not a fan of George Washington. He didn't like working for George Washington at all. There was another general that disappeared. So there's that. And there are other troops that were just so badly beaten. Others have been captured. Others had left the army, deserted, deserted the army. And so with about 6,000 men, but pretty spread out, he's going to have about 2,400 men that can actually cross the Delaware for this battle. Now his war council, his group of advisors, the leaders of each group of men from different states, and so the colonels and generals who had the rights over these men that were fighting and George Washington had the rights over them, they did not actually want to do this. It was time to go home. It was time to prepare for the spring. It was not time to fight. And they had not been very successful. But George Washington understood that they needed to seize the moment. They needed to be moving forward. It wasn't about being cautious and safe. It was about moving forward. It was about winning the war. And there's more to war than just 
what I think a lot of people see. And so we might look at the COVID-19 war and it, it's it's how many have died instead of looking at not only, yeah, some, many have died. It's very, very sad. We may have 60,000 that die that get accredited to COVID, to the coronavirus, but there's still more than that that die of of heart disease and there's more than that that die of cancer. So we have other wars that are going on and we need to think about how do we win those wars. And part of it is is not having your people be scared. And so during this time, right before they would cross the Delaware, probably what really helped Washington was that an American by the name of Thomas Paine. Now, if you're familiar with the the very historical movies, what uh, Treasure, American, oh, what is it? Oh my goodness, I can't think of it now. Oh my gosh, he he's National Treasure, <laughs> National Treasure, right? Uh, Bill Gates or Gates guy, right? So not Bill Gates, but Gates guy. Anyways, one of these um, generals is um, is Horatio Gates, which is mentioned in the movie. Um, so that's kind of interesting, right? But Thomas Paine is a writer, and it's also part of one of those movies. But anyway, Thomas Paine is a writer, um, an author of Common Sense, and maybe that's what we need more right now than anything else. And it was what George Washington needed. And in his, he had a little letter that he wrote in um, in Common Sense. So his Common Sense was what was being published. He wrote an article or a pamphlet that was the American crisis. And then it, he says this, These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands, he who stands it now, deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered, yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. And it is said that when George Washington got this, that he had it read to all the men and that this fired up the men. <laughs> Pretty smart guy, this George Washington. So now we're somewhere around the 20th of December, maybe the 21st, and He's gathering his his war council and creating this plan. So on the about the twenty third of December, they decide on the plan. They're going to go on the twenty sixth. They keep it a secret. And on the evening of the twenty sixth, when all the men are getting ready for doing their evening march, just to, as a way a way of keeping roll and and then having dinner, that they're ordered to get their guns. They're given new ammunition, and off they go. Twenty four hundred of them to cross the Delaware. It would be a very the weather did not cooperate at all. They did manage to get across. It was they started about six p.m. and they said it was almost nine p.m. before all the men had actually arrived to the river. It would be three a.m. before all of the artillery would be across the river. So this crossing takes nine hours with. Uh, some of the men just involved in the whole the whole time crossing, and it was uh, pretty hard on these men. Some of these men didn't even have boots, and they were not clothed 
necessarily for this cold winter. And then you know the rest of the story. But here's here's what you know for us to think about. It was a turning point for George Washington and for the Continental Army. It was a turning point that allowed our nation really to have an opportunity to have a chance. And this in this COVID nineteen era that we live in now, all around the world, there are people who are making decisions that maybe aren't the best decisions. So think about, gentlemen, think about if you're driving, you know, some of us are really bad at asking for direction. And now we have, of course, we have our, we have our phones or GPSs to help us. But let's just say that you're, you're going by your memory or you're going by some information that the turn to make to go to where you want to go is this turn coming up and, and you make it, it's a left turn. You make your left turn. You're pretty sure that's the way to go. And as you're going down this road, you're not recognizing anything. You've been to this place before and and you're going by memory and you don't want to ask directions because of pride or whatever. And you just, but you're not, this doesn't look right. Something's wrong. No, but it's got to be right. You know how you have that. And you doubt yourself and then you don't doubt yourself. And then, but at some point you realize, no, this is not the right direction. And you turn around or you kind of turn around hoping no one notice you turn around and then you make your way back to where you made the wrong turn and you then go in the right direction well we have made a lot of decisions all around the world on this COVID-19 some of them I think were absolutely uh, made on bad information and then others that were made with good information others that might have just been lucky but at some point when we know we've made a wrong turn, a wrong decision, we need to make those changes. We need to quickly make those changes. <clears throat> and that's what great leaders do. Great leaders see that they need to make this attack, as George Washington saw, and he makes it. And although every one of his advisors were against him in the sense that they, their opinion, their opinion was, ah, no, this is a bad idea. That George Washington rose as the leader and said, no, gentlemen, we fight, we fight for freedom. As a matter of fact, the passport, if I remember, because when they were guarding the first group across were Virginians with George Washington, and so they were given strict orders not to let anybody pass in either either direction. Right? Don't let any of our troops leave and don't let uh, anybody come into this area where we're where we're all getting across. So they're in New Jersey. The men are coming across the river, and so they're out guarding this landing zone, if you will, in the woods on a uh, pretty pretty active river, and it was victory or death. The password was victory or death. You know that had to get into their minds, man, it's victory or death. It's victory or death. We are winning at all costs. At all costs, we need to move forward. We have to win this battle. We have to win this battle. Gentlemen, as, as husbands, as fathers, as leaders, we need to be about winning this battle. We need to know our facts, know what's going on, go to the right websites. You know, there's lots of information out there. Uh, you can go to the COVID, uh, the John Hopkins one, and, um, and there's another one that uh, I don't think I've got it pulled up right now. Um, but there's another one It just got, I got it pulled up at work. It's got really good numbers. It shows you exactly what's happened. And by what has happened, this is what would then be projected. 
with all the models that have been running. And, and as and they've it's, it keeps changing. It changes because of they make a projection. If that projection is true, then the projections stay the same. And if that projection wasn't true, then it changes their projections. So that's just being honest with your numbers, right? Um, and so just for us to to know what's going on, know what's going on in your community, be involved. We need men who will lead. We need men that will, uh, it's not about their ego. I was recently just observing, I won't, really, I won't get into any details, but I'm just going to tell you, I was observing some men and, there's, and, and, the, and the ego of men and the foolishness. And you can see who the leader is and who the follower follower is. And, you know, every man needs to lead their family. And every man needs to do what is right. What is right right now? What makes America great is the can-do attitude. What makes America great is that we ask our citizens to be responsible. Be responsible and be free. So you're free to make your choices and decisions and a lot of these freedoms have now been swept away over this coronavirus. And we need to really be diligent in preparing and thinking through, okay, how do we, how do we move forward? We have to move forward. We don't need to be foolish about this, but we need to move forward. We need to ask the right questions. If some stores are open, why are the clo- stores closed? If the hospitals are empty, but now we're dealing with people who who need to go see the doctor or need to go to the emergency room, but but they were being told not to because we were afraid of all these people that were going to have COVID-19 needing the hospital, but they don't. So can other people now go to the hospital, right? We need to be asking right questions. If a grocery store can be crowded, then what are we, why are we afraid of crowds? And I'm not saying that we should have crowds. I'm not saying that we should gather foolishly. But what is what is really going on? We need to ask more questions. We need to study the times. And, and it says in, often in the Old Testament, in Kings and Chronicles, it talks about the men who understood their times. They understood the times. These were valiant men who understood the times. We need those men. We need to be those men that rise up. And fight the good fight and press on for for our families and for the for the body of Christ and for our neighbors. And so more than ever, guys, we really need to be doing our due diligence, reading God's word, praying, and communing in our community, however you do that, whether it's you know, even meeting where you're both in the, in your vehicles. And you're talking to each other in a parking lot. I've met with many a guy here in this area that way, or a group of guys. Our church is having church on the roof, and the people are in the parking lot. We have these meetings, online meetings, all the time, using various apps. Right, All this staying in community, trying to stay in touch with one another, encouraging one another, as the Bible tells us to do, gathering together as best we can. But understand our times and let's 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 fight for the common man. Let's fight for people to be able to get out there and do what is good and best and right. And let's help protect those who are the most in danger. This COVID nineteen is very dangerous for certain people, for sure. And so we need to protect them. So that's my rant. Going back to George Washington, 
who who arose to great leadership and there's other things i mean other things that he did even as president that some people might be surprised at some of the decisions that he made but he understood the constitution he understood what it meant to be a civilized community that was 13 states but one nation and how states had certain rights but also as a community as a nation how it had to stick together i think washington got it he didn't like politics at all my friend hated him uh, and he was the most uneducated person ever in any room that he walked into that's how he considered himself since his education ended when he was 11 years old when his father died he became self-taught and he was a can do person he got it done jefferson and some of the others they philosophized all the time washington got it done we need some washingtons to rise up we need to be the washingtons in our families and in our communities and rise up and move move our communities forward in this fight against covid-19 and in this in this fight really against the pride of man the the pride of of a growing hatred that just needs to be put in its place and and leveled so that we can move forward and have go back to being the strong country that we can be so that we can continue to be a launching pad for the gospel in our neighborhoods and to all the world god bless you guys i man i ranted on for a long time sorry about that hope you're having a great day Stay the course. Eyes on Jesus. Don't let this get you down. This this really, this is really nothing compared to other things that people have gone through. But it's a big deal because we haven't gone through something like this. So let's keep our heads up. Let's press on. This too shall pass. God bless you.